Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. Uh, we're excited tonight to, to highlight a national FFA resource that I think is kind of like a diamond in the rough, and I wish more people uh, knew about it and used it. And so with us here, we have Jacob. Uh, Jacob, if you want to start by introducing yourself and talk a little bit about where you teach um, and your teaching background. Absolutely, Nikki. Thank you for joining or for uh, allowing me to talk on the podcast. I'm super pumped to, to kind of just give a, an overview of, of a resource, but uh, starting with, with me, Jacob Merrick uh, from Arkansas. I uh, live in central Arkansas, been uh, teaching for about four years, four and a half years, uh, taught at a school for three and a half, and then kind of jumped ship and went to a little bit bigger program. Uh, my first program was about, you know, about 100 students. Uh, just now went to a program with about 450 with two other teachers. Uh, so we've got about 165, 170 FFA members. And uh, just it's a it's a really crazy experience. But but I'm loving every second of of teaching and, and educating students. Uh, it's been very, very beneficial it's been a beneficial career for me to just grow and develop as not only as a citizen but a lifelong learner but um, I I do truly love this profession well awesome and we're really excited to have you here tonight with us and we've really enjoyed having um, National FFA teacher ambassadors on the podcast talking about the resources so just to kind of get started we want to know why you chose to become a national FFA teacher ambassador. So uh, there was a, there was a ambassador that, that kind of motivated me. She actually got out of teaching. Her name was Sunny Wise. And uh, she, she got out of, of teaching and more into the state staff role. And so when she kind of jumped ship on us a little bit as, as an ag teacher, uh, she's just said, hey, I think you'd be really great at this. Uh, but the main purpose of why I did it, I think, is I have a very strong passion, of course, for my career, as I said already. But I have a big passion for FFA and I have a big passion just to help others. Uh, and I know that a lot of ag teachers, our main purpose to his help to help students, but I found a bigger and a larger passion to try to help educators and help our fellow ag teachers to, to hopefully impact more students along the way. But uh, that was my number one. Of course, I wanted to get a little bit better and I've, I've grown quite a bit in my ability to present workshops, uh, the ability to uh, just connect with teachers across the state and across the nation. Uh, the networking is absolutely incredible. Uh, just, uh, it's kind of sad. I've, I've been in a, this is going into my third year as a, as a teacher ambassador. And I, 
absolutely have loved my experiences. Unfortunately, we haven't had a lot of in-person stuff uh, and that's okay. You know, we, we get to see each other through, uh, there's a big blessing of, of Zoom and, and video conferences and video trainings, but uh, going to national convention this year was awesome. Uh, just to kind of see that and see everybody's faces. And, uh, but it was, it's really great. But I would say my overall purpose and, and my main reason for becoming an ambassador is I want to serve. Uh, and, and we ask our students to serve. Uh, you know, that's part of our motto. So, you know, it's, I think it's our time to serve as well and to, to serve as that impactful example for our students. I will say you have some of the best state staff. Um, I moved yes. in the state staff role and between Sonny and Gordon, there's no mentorship program in state staff, but if there were like, I think I messaged Gordon on the weekly and he always answers. He even answered during your guys's state convention. Yeah. And it was yeah. so kind. It was like, Oh sure. Yeah. And like answered my question. And I, then I realized later, I was like, why are you answering my question? Like, you're busy. That's so stressful. And he's, I mean, those two are just the best. So, um, someday I'll, someday I'll come down to your convention. Um, yes. Yeah. They're good they're, people, but they're absolutely rock stars. I mean, we've got, you know, Sonny Wise and, and Gordon and Jason Benz and Chris Backus and Samantha. I mean, we, we have a very awesome state staff. It's just, they love students and they love teachers. How much better can you get with, uh, I mean, those, that group of people uh, just truly love people and, and truly love this organization. Uh, and that's, that's where it all starts, right? I mean, that's, it's so cool. And they're, they have a very big service mindset, but uh, I got to work with them this year at state convention and it's just working alongside them has, has been a, a really awesome deal. Of course, in a little bit different role, but uh, it's it's still good. It, it, I love it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I National convention looks a little different when you're no longer a teacher, but um, hanging out with them this past national convention was, was really fun. And uh, Brianna got to come over to the hotel and, and meet those guys. And um, so... Anyway, but let's talk AF&R value chain. Um, yeah. Really, the, a diamond in the rough. I mean, it's a massive resource. And so if you were going to give like an elevator speech of kind of what the AF&R value chain resource is, kind of highlight that for us before we dig in. Yeah, so my elevator speech is, have you ever wanted a resource that works for every single class? this is it like and and that's i think the diamond in the rough is is exactly what it, you're describing and and i think that a lot of ag teachers haven't tapped into it right now if you actually go to educator resources we'll kind of talk about that in a minute but it's it's literally the second link on the most recent uh or the most um kind of prevalent resource so it's it's growing up there it's it's really kind of becoming more um more prevalent inside the classrooms uh, but just to kind of give you a, a very big overview, um, and I'm going to kind of read some of these verbatim. That way I don't mess any of these up. But uh, so first is it just kind of takes you to the AFNR value chain. And it's got like a literal chain when you when you get to the website. 
Um, and it talks a little bit about everything from a product at the very, very start. You're trying to, to solve a problem. That's a lot of our, some of our students that whether they're our, you know, our middle schoolers uh, or all the way up into our seniors and even into college, they, a lot of them don't understand the progression of how products are designed, how they're sold. All they see them is in the stores uh, and they don't see, I, I noticed that there's a lot of different people and a lot of different students that just think that, you know, food and, and consumer products are just bought in the store. Uh, and I think that this value chain literally goes to the entire problem solving all the way into research and development. It talks about production pre-production, supply chain, uh, the end product, sales, services, marketing, support, consumers, every bit of it. And I think that it's got basis to where you could throw it to uh, maybe even a fifth grade, sixth grade class, but then it's got components that you can throw it to your high school seniors and throw in some current events. And I think that that is absolute crucial that that we can problem solve and, and students can understand how our ag industry works. That's what we are. We're ag teachers. And so we have to teach them about that ag industry. And what better to way to show them than an entire website designed to walk them through step-by-step -step instructions and then provide that implementation guide uh, and walk the teachers through the steps before we got to walk the teachers through it as well or the students went through it. How have you kind of worked to implement it in the past? Like what are some of the classes you've used it be with before and, and lessons and stuff like that? Yeah. So I first and introduce it. Uh, I try to introduce it in my ninth grade class. I teach a survey of ag, uh, which is in Arkansas is just our very base level uh, agriculture class. It's just kind of introduce them into all different areas. Uh, when I'm kind of going into the intro of agriculture, I like to use this kind of towards the end of my unit, uh, simply because it does have it does have a lot of stuff about SAEs and how SAEs can be brought up into these different areas. But then it's also got, of course, uh, just the general process of how ag products come to be. Uh, and, and I think that's important for that ninth grader that just thinks, oh, well, that's, you know, that's a, uh, I mean, that's milk, okay, that we're going to go buy, buy from the grocery store. Uh, but, you know, how did, how did that milk uh, come to be in that grocery store for the consumer to buy it at a marketable price? Uh, and, and that sort of deal. I also use that, uh, I kind of started out at the ninth grade. And I try to in, introduce it in every one of my classes. If I'm teaching a animal science class, uh, then I'm going to, you know, what's a problem in the animal science industry? And they have to potentially solve, you know, what's something that they, what's a product that they can introduce into the ag industry? And they'll have to use some of these, they'll have to provide that research and development, that pre-production, the production all the way down to the consumer and pricing. Uh, so, or if you're selling beef or whatever, then we, we introduce that product and, and consumer, 
marketability and, and sales through all of this value chain. And then finally, uh, I hope to be teaching a capstone class this year, which is just for seniors, where we can kind of introduce a whole bunch of new uh, topics to them and have each, you know, maybe provide an internship here or an internship there and kind of plan out the career of some of those senior seniors. And I use some of this as more of that current issues and current events uh, that's really in every single little uh, detail. And what do we see? What, what are the problems that we see and how do we want to solve them from a careers basis? So if I've got a child that's or a kid that's going into uh, welding, uh, you know, he may say, well, you know, this current event saying is that the pipelines get shut down. Well, how can we change and develop uh, maybe a line of work through some of this to, to help us do that? Or, you know, something of the matter of uh, maybe someone going into a veterinarian, what what kind of medicine or what kind of, of tool can we maybe develop to help us in that area as well? So I use it just about every class I do. Well, and I think like looking at the value chain, there's parts of it that, I mean, personally, when I taught, were easier to discuss with kids because you are comfortable with what production looks like, right? Or what, a, what it looks like for a consumer. But I think the best part of the value chain is that it hits those parts that I wasn't really great at talking about, or we forget about ourselves as consumers. Um, like the pre-production or the research and development. Uh, I think now thinking of supply and demand, like kids right now can go anywhere and like, let's talk about prices, right? You know, why, what has, what in the value chain has changed that it's driving up the cost of everything. Um, and I mean, you can even talk about history and, and bring in like what current event is happening around the country that might be affecting the cost here at home and how does that affect this chain? Um, and so I liked it because it really helped me with parts of the chain that I was not comfortable teaching. Um, so what other, I guess, like, Jacob, what, when you, when you think about implementing this, um, did you implement it kind of as you went or did you like try bits and pieces or did you just implement the whole thing? Uh, yeah. And so with that, I think when I get to that upper level class, uh, that upper level class, those, some of those upper level ones, I really take it, you know, I try to take it one by one all the way down. Uh, what does research development look like? Let's look at all of those areas. Let's focus on and let's research and develop maybe your product or maybe your solution or of some kind of, you know, what does the consumer need? And let's research and develop that. And then we'll move on to the pre-production and then we'll move on to the next one. Uh, I found with ninth graders, uh, they're eager <laughs> and I love ninth graders so much. And, and it's just a really good stage and, and reference of uh, just the eagerness. Like I would love to at times be a ninth grader again, just to have that just sure, sheer passion to want to learn something different than 
something different than than English and and uh, math. Like I I completely respect those those different curriculums, but at the same time, as a ninth grader, they just want to see. You know, they just want to see what's out there in a different format. So I just I just honestly pop up the website and I say we're going to start talking about the value chain of the ag industry. What is a value chain? What, how do we come about getting a product? And I just let them go look for a little bit. Uh, just spend almost in a half a class period. Uh, if they're getting quality education out of it and they're actually paying attention and watching some of those SAE videos, then yeah, I may, they may spend a whole full class period on it. But at the same time, Everybody knows that you have to kind of gauge your class and figure out, you know, we don't want to waste time, but at the same time, uh, kind of just let them explore on their own, on their own time. Uh, but then we do start to go in and what is research development? What is pre-production? What is, and then we kind of just kind of break all of that down. We look at parts and pieces. We introduce all of that one single time. So I just, it depends on what your, your teaching style is. But then it also depends on who are your kids. Uh, if your kids don't like to have everything at one time, they like to be broken up into pieces uh, and you want to dig more in depth, then sure, break it out into individual pieces. But if you just want to <clears throat> kind of hit on it, you don't want to spend longer uh, longer than a few days on this or, or even longer than a day throw it all at them at one time. And, and they will, I even had students come in during their lunch to jump on a computer and say, Hey, uh, I wanted to see that supply chain again. I wanted to understand a little bit more about costs and a little bit about, you know, what's supply and demand. And then that leads a little bit into students wanting to be on my farm business management team, which uh, is of course a, a CDE and that's it's a great segue to really get kids involved because they feel like they feel like you're being straight with them they feel like you're you're not hiding anything behind the curtain uh, you're just teaching them everything you know so they they respect that when I feel like too it's something that for one is really relevant right now because of supply chain issues right in the world today um, and something that all students can relate to, whether they are in the ag and are going to go into the ag industry, have an ag background. Um, we all have gotten some sort of product that can be re related to the supply chain. There's a lot of careers that go along with that, too. Um, so something that's really practical with whatever class you're teaching. You know, if you're teaching a horticulture class, you could gear it more towards um, the horticulture industry and supply chain that way, too. Absolutely. So um, I guess for people that are wondering how they can access this, um, where can people access this resource and other um, national FFA resources? So we'll first kind of go off of, of every single resource. Uh, all of those resources, if you go to FFA.org, uh, you'll kind of hover over the menu bar uh, up at the top right-hand corner. Uh, once you kind of hover over that, or sorry, explore FFA. I was in a different tab. Uh, hover over that explore FFA, kind of the center of that page. At the underneath, get to know FFA. Uh, at the very bottom left-hand corner, you'll see educator resources. 
go ahead and click on that and you are you basically come into my toolbox uh, and it's just a, a bunch of different resources uh, you can you can kind of go into there's different tabs of what's new lesson plans educator guides for professional uh, growth program management uh, but then you can also kind of research some research uh, resources uh, if you go to that website and kind of click on that link right now if you are uh, probably in the month of May uh, maybe even June of 2022 if you kind of hover uh, and get into that website of educator resources right now it is on the what's new uh, it's the second one down uh, and it's called the agricultural food and natural resources value chain click on that and it's going to bring you up to that website if you don't want to go through all of that, uh, if you just kind of want to go through a quick deal, National FFA has made it super, super easy. Uh, thank you to National FFA curriculum staff, as well as the teacher ambassadors. Because if you just type in ffa.org slash value dash chain, that's it. And if you even want to, you can go into Google and type in National FFA Value Chain. It's going to be the top uh, top link right at the very top of your Google page. Uh, so you can easily go into that. It immediately takes you into it. Uh, and one thing about the value chain that we haven't mentioned was it's got those teacher resources or educator resources when you go to that page uh, where it's got an implementation guide, as well as a bunch of videos that maybe the students don't necessarily see as much. It's got lesson plans, uh, all sorts of different stuff uh, on that website. But uh, for all resources, every single one, go down and uh, hover over ex uh, Explore FFA on that uh, FFA website and go down to the bottom left of Educator Resources and search whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for uh, maybe some bell ringers, or you're looking for SAE for all. Uh, maybe you have some students that uh, are speaking in different languages. Uh, for example, Spanish. There's a lot of Spanish resources on those pages. Uh, Forever Blue Network. Uh, I mean, you name it, it's got it on here. Uh, if you're if you're a new teacher, I would strongly advise you to go up and just kind of look over that program management, I guarantee you, you go into the Ag Teacher's Manual, uh, that's a that's a really great resource that you can kind of go into, but we could talk resources all night long, and I promise uh, we would never hit on all of them, uh, but that's, oh. thank you to National FFA. Yeah, and I think that's one of the best parts. I mean, if you're considering being a National FFA ambassador, ambassador applications for this year are already closed. Um, and they believe they are in the process of selecting or have selected uh, next year's ambassador team. Um, but put that on your radar um, for the future, because let me tell you, the best, there's so many good things about being ambassador. One of them is you're forced to sit down and look through all of the resources and your mind is blown. Like there was so many times where I was like, why haven't I been using this yet? And AF&R value chain is one of those. 
Um, it's, it's newer. Let me tell you, I mean, it integrates so much of what you are supposed to be already integrating um, with, I mean, every part of the value chain, if you click into it, it tells you careers, it lines it with FFA connections, CDE connections, proficiency connections, company connections, um, and then even current events in the industry. Every part of the value chain has that, including the lesson plans, including videos, virtual field trips. I mean, this is, I mean, this is it. Um, this is the best, uh, the best resource out there um, for sure, in my opinion, when it comes to just well-rounded um, and, and just hits everything. Not to mention, Jacob mentioned it earlier, there's an implementation guide for you as the teacher to kind of walk through, understand it um before you use it with your kids so definitely great there's so many other things on there jacob what's your advice for a teacher that wants to use an ffa resource whether it's the value chain or not but they just don't know where to start what's your advice uh don't get overwhelmed i think that's one major one is that when you get into those resources you're literally going to see thousands uh Find what works for you. Find one, two resources that you love. Uh, you are more than welcome to kind of reach out to me. Uh, you're welcome to reach out to Nikki or Brianna or any of the, find your local ambassador and just find one that uh, if you want to start with the, the value chain, use that for a little bit and then kind of get, kind of get familiar with it. And then as you finish that up and kind of get really good, uh, then go to another one, then go to your next one and then go to your next one. And I think that's a lot of adds a lot of value this summer. Uh, I know in Arkansas, we are on 12 month contracts, 240 days. And, and so like we we have to come up to school and, and help out with our SAE projects and that sort of stuff. Uh, but even if you don't, if you're on that contract, if you're not, just go through and open up on your computer and spend three days. Uh, and you don't have to spend three. I'm just going to throw out a day, but spend uh, one or two days, three days, and just look at every single resource. Download it into your file, put it into a folder, download this, and let that be a resource to you. Uh, but but just don't get too overwhelmed. I know that's that's very especially some newer teachers don't let uh, national FFA does this to help us. They don't do it to, to put another burden on us. Uh, so just it, they're, they're helping, helping us teachers and, and helping students. Awesome. Yeah. I think just, you know, pick a, pick an area where you need the help in. Um, if, uh, and the best part is, is they have the resources divided out by pathway. So if you know you're really struggling in food science, check out that pathway and they have resources um, that are separated out just by, by the pathway. So that's, it could be a really great start for you um, to, to check them out. But like Jacob said, we could talk all night and probably never hit all the resources. There's just so many good things and they're, they're always updating their current resources and creating more. So keep um, keep looking out if you've if you've dug through the resources and you've you're using what you want to use keep checking back um there's always going to be be new things and if 
if in the future you want to be a teacher ambassador, keep checking back to the, the page, the National FFA Teacher Ambassador page on uh, the website. Uh, applications open near like the second half of the year. Um, and uh, it, it was a great experience for me. Um, and obviously, as Jacob shared earlier, it has been very impactful uh, to him and his career. And I know Brianna really enjoys it too. So Jacob, if people have questions about the AFNR value chain or other resources related to national FFA, how can they contact you? Uh, so there's three easy ways uh, that you can contact me. Number one, uh, I am on Facebook as well as Instagram. Uh, that's Jacob, J-A-C-O-B-M-A-R-E-K. -K, sorry, Merrick. So Jacob Merrick, J-A-C-O-B-M-A-R-E-K. Uh, feel free to, to follow me on any social media. Send me a message. Uh, whatever you feel, uh, whatever your heart desires, uh, just kind of shoot me, shoot me a message or uh, kind of tag me in that. Or if you want to email me, uh, I love email as well. Uh, but my email is Jacob, J-A-C-O-B dot Merrick, M-A-R-E-K at VolognaSchools.org. That's V-I-L-O-N-I-A schools s-c-h-o-o-l-s dot org so jacob merrick dot i'm sorry jacob dot merrick at valonia schools dot org awesome and i encourage you to reach out to jacob he's a wealth of knowledge has uses so many national FFA resources uh in his classroom so you can pick his brain and um and talk about the great things happening uh, in, in his school and in Arkansas. So Jacob, thanks so much for being here with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank y'all for, for what you do and uh, teachers, good luck. I wish yeah. you the best of luck and it's all about impacting students and, and finding their passion and, and hopefully developing our passion for lifelong learners and for the National FFA. For sure. Uh, for those of you listening, uh, make sure you, you uh, check out the AFNR value chain. And as always, uh, like here by the Owl podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a future topic that you want to talk about, uh, let us know. Or if you want to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>